Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everybody, welcome into the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey over the course of the next hour. And we've got a big show coming your way. Coming up in just a moment, we'll recap last night's Panthers win. The Panthers 6-1 winners at home over the Winnipeg Jets. A ninth straight win for the Panthers. Second longest win streak in franchise history. Nine straight home victories for the Panthers. They are rolling right now and rolling at a good time. The Panthers, of course, getting set to start up a two-game road trip. They'll be in Detroit tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12.30. Panthers preview across the radio network. Panthers on the road against the New York Islanders coming up Tuesday at 7.30. And then Thursday, the Panthers are back home against the Detroit Red Wings at 7 o'clock. And that'll kick off a homestand. They will see the Toronto Maple Leafs a week from tonight at 7. They'll see Tampa Bay a week from tomorrow at 7. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. But more on last night's win, the Panthers knocked off Winnipeg, a ninth straight victory for the Panthers. We'll have all the highlights from last night's game in just a moment. And after last night's game, Bill Lindsay and I were joined on the broadcast by Panthers forward Mason Marchman, who scored one of those six Panthers goals last night. We'll get his thoughts on last night's win. We'll revisit that conversation coming up in just a moment. Next segment, insider from NHL Network, Mike Kelly. He's going to stop by the show and we'll talk all things Panthers We'll touch on some of the topics from across the National Hockey League. That's going to be coming up next segment as well. And then later on in the show, we will revisit a cut from this week's Territory Talk podcast, the official podcast of the Panthers. You can find it at floridapanthers.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Joining me and Jameson Olive this week, Panthers forward Anthony Duclair. Great conversation, and we will revisit that coming up in segment number three here today on the Panthers Insider Show. So a lot to get to over the course of this hour. So without further ado, let's dive right into last night's game. The Panthers won a ninth straight game. They topped Winnipeg at home. A great atmosphere at FLA Live Arena last night. 6-1 was the final score. Here are the six Panthers goals as they aired on the Florida Panthers radio network. Here on the near side, Gus Forsling has it poked away onto the line. Big shot, Roger wide off the end boards. A lively bounce, and Jonathan Huberto is there to jam it home. The Panthers get the first one. 
nothing. 2-0-3 into the game. Here's Sam Bennett heading down to our left. Crosses the offensive blue line. Puck jarred away. But the Jets don't clear. Now it's Giroux out in front. A chance and they score! And it's Hubert again. He's got two already. We haven't even played five minutes tonight. It's 2 nothing Panthers. And now fresh off serving the penalty. It's Forsling heading in. Backhand and he scores! Gus Forsling fresh off serving the penalty. He cuts up the right side and chips a backhand upstairs past Hellebach. It's 3-0 Panthers. Brilliant goal by Forsling. Here's Huberto up the right side of the circle. Hands one back. It's a shot and they score. And it's Forsling again. He was spotted by Huberto cutting in. Forsling was able to beat Hellebuck clean. It's 4-0 Panthers. Now down to our left. Marchman digging away. A jam at it. And scores. he it's scores. In. It got underneath the goaltender, Comrie. And the Panthers get their four-goal lead back. Mason Marchman jamming away out in front. Gets enough of it to knock it over the goal line. And the Panthers take a 5-1 lead. Maxi Mammon into the offensive end. Makes it back. And he scores between the legs. And the Panthers take a 6-1 lead. It's Maxi Mammon. A nifty backhand maneuver. 6-1 the final. The Panthers have knocked off the Winnipeg Jets, and the Panthers have now won nine consecutive games, the second longest winning streak in franchise history. The Panthers have now won nine straight home games, and that is 36 wins for Sergei Bobrovsky, which sets a new Panthers franchise record for wins in a season by a goaltender. Congratulations to him in runaway fashion tonight. The Panthers take care of the Winnipeg Jets. 6-1 the final score. So a 6-1 win one night ago and a lot of milestones for the Panthers who are just red hot here at a very good time of the season, closing in on the end of the regular season, the playoffs right around the corner. After last night's win, Mason Marchman of the Panthers joined me and Billy Lindsay on the Panthers Radio Network on the Cats Recap Show following that win. Let's see what Mason Marchman had to say last night following the victory. Outside the Panthers dressing room now, we've got our guest stopping by, and he of uh, a goal tonight, Mason Marchman. Welcome to the uh, Cats Recap Show this evening. And Mason, once again, an energetic crowd here tonight at FLA Live Arena. You guys take care of business. We were just saying, I don't know if you if you knew this, but it's never happened in NHL history that a team has beaten 27 different teams inside their home building this season. You guys just became the first team to ever do that. Uh, oh. Pretty cool note there. Oh, yeah, pretty cool for sure. The- this team's full of uh, full of records right now. <laughs> Mason, for yourself, you're just playing incredible hockey here and going down the stretch and just looking back at your junior numbers, AHL, you're putting up numbers that you, you never have over anywhere. Uh, your confidence, what has led to this explosion in your offense that you've been able to peel off for this Panther group? Uh, you know, kudos to my linemates for sure. I mean, they've definitely been uh, doing a great job finding me and uh, getting open. Um, you know, just uh, I think a lot of it's confidence, just uh, having confidence in yourself and your teammates and being in the right places. So I think, uh, you know, I'm just having fun and I uh, love it. And Mason, what did it mean tonight for you guys to come out and have a 2 nothing lead less than five minutes into the hockey game? I mean, it, it, at that point, it just seemed like you guys had everything going your way. Of course, Bob had to make some big saves there, and he yeah. was rock solid all night long and certainly did his part. But uh, when you guys get a couple of quick ones, what's that? how does that make things feel the rest of the way? Oh, it's great. You know, we, we preach uh, having great starts, and, uh, you know, tonight we did. And, 
Uh, it starts with the first shift, just getting it in and going to work. So, um, you know, definitely Bob made some big saves, and, um, you know, the boys rallied off it. Mason, when you get rolling like this, a lot of superstition. Who is the DJ in the locker room? Who's controlling the music? Who's doing all the stuff? You got any superstitions going on? Give me a little bit of insight. Do you have any superstition? And who's running the music? Who's in control? What are you guys listening to in that dressing room? Uh, so we, uh, Frankie Vitrano, he was our music guy. And uh, after he left, we, we've kind of had uh, some auditions. Uh, so we're, we're still up in the audition stage. So we're okay. not really sure who's who's taking control yet but um yeah no no real superstitions for me just um you know kind of like a routine i guess it would be but um just some of the same stuff like uh same time stretching same time you know going to play some soccer and stuff like that but uh yeah no real superstitions just try to have fun with it and Mason, last one uh, for me here. Uh, you guys are at a point in the year where you know you're you're still trying to to lock down that overall top seed, and I know that that would mean a lot to you guys. But with everything you guys have accomplished, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to getting the playoffs going. How do you kind of walk that line between not looking too far ahead because those the playoffs are going to come. You want to make sure you're keeping everything where it needs to be, keeping the habits where they need to be, still taking it one day at a time as you go down the stretch. How do you walk that line how do you approach that yeah i think that's just it just uh you know approach every day uh, the same just you know we, we come to the rink and we want to compete we want to win and um you know i think everyone here is on the same page so i just keep keep rolling well mason you turned yourself into one heck of a hockey player through just determination and effort it's been fun to watch thanks for coming on thank you appreciate it boys so panthers forward mason marchment after last night's panthers win 6-1 over the winnipeg jets that was the final score thanks to mason once again for stopping by the cats recap show last Last night, getting his thoughts on that victory. So a big win for the Panthers last night. They've now won nine consecutive games. They'll look to make it 10 tomorrow when they start up their two-game road trip. They'll be in Detroit tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern, an afternoon game. We're on the air with Panthers preview at 12.30. Then Tuesday, the Panthers on the road against the New York Islanders at 7.30. Panthers back home against Detroit Thursday at 7 p.m. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Later on in the show, we'll revisit this week's Territory Talk podcast. Jamison Olive and I were joined by Panthers forward Anthony Duclair. But coming up next segment, I'll catch up with NHL Network insider Mike Kelly. He's going to stop by. We'll talk Panthers. We'll talk all other NHL topics. So lots to get to coming up next segment. You don't want to go anywhere, folks. Doug Plagan's here with you. This is the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagan's here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey. Rare Saturday for the Panthers without a game, but they're back on the ice on the road tomorrow, 1 o'clock against the Detroit Red Wings. 12.30, we'll have Panthers preview. The quick two-game road trip wraps up when the Panthers pay a visit to the New York Islanders coming up on Tuesday night at 7.30, and then the Panthers return home coming up on Thursday night at 7 o'clock against those same Detroit Red Wings, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets, and Panthers fans, time to rep the shield, join the territory, become a member now. Territory memberships for next season, they're on sale. Special benefits include pre-sale access to the 2023 NHL All-Star Weekend, priority access to playoff tickets, and much more. Go to FloridaPanthers.com slash members or call 954-835-PUCK to become a territory member today. Special guest joining us here this segment coming to you from NHL Network where he's an insider, Mike Kelly, kind enough to stop by. And you can watch insider Mike Kelly throughout NHL Network's program 
programming, including NHL Now, NHL Tonight, and NHL On The Fly. Well, Mike, thanks very much for stopping by the Panthers Insider Show today. How are you? Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Well, we're looking forward to talking about the Panthers, getting your perspective a little bit, talking about some big picture NHL stuff. So uh, lots to get to here this segment. Thanks again for stopping by. But I guess first and foremost, this Panthers team, we're coming up on the end of the regular season. They've accomplished so much. They're a bona fide cup contender. I guess if we look at this team, Mike, uh, did they exceed your expectations here in the regular season? Are they are they where you thought they'd be? Uh, how would you, you rate this season overall that we've seen so far? Well, uh, at the start of the year on our um, season preview show, I picked the Panthers to win the Stanley Cup. So um probably i would say they have not exceeded expectations i hope they were going to be good this year if i if i pick them to win a cup but uh look their record is so good 110 points maybe uh as, as we would talk about this now maybe i didn't think they'd be that good but one thing i didn't really see coming this year was the gap between the good and the bad in the east it's extreme right we've, we've kind of known what the eight playoff teams are yep. going to be for a long time um, and the elite teams have been elite all the way through. So it's been an amazing, amazing season for them. Um, and, you know, they play such an exciting brand of hockey. If you're a Panthers fan, how are you not having fun going and watching this team play? They'll put up six goals. They'll get down 3 nothing. They'll come back and win. Um, it's so much fun watching them play. And Mike, going off that, a couple things from what you just said right there, I guess we'll start right here with this. Now the team's making a run at that President's Trophy and obviously in a very tough Eastern Conference. Some might say home ice advantage in the NHL doesn't mean as much as it does in the other sports, but I think the East is so tight that any slight advantage you could get is, is going to be a feather in your cap. But for this Panthers team, if they are to win a Stanley Cup, what is the most important thing that needs to happen? Obviously, there's a ton that needs to go right for anybody who wins a Stanley Cup. But for this team right here that's done so much well, what needs to happen? They need goaltending. Um, and, and goaltending, is, it's been fine. It's not like I'm saying it's a weakness or anything, but that's, that's what they need. They can score with anybody. We know that. Uh, they defend well enough. Um, eighth in the league and expected goals against, which is just looking at the goal probability of the shots you allow. So they're a good defensive team. Um, they, they need their goaltending. They need their guy, Bobrovsky, let's, let's go with him, to be able to match the guy at the other end of the ice. I don't know that he needs to beat anybody because of how good offensively Florida is, and they're not going to give up a ton of quality relative to who they play. They just need him to be as good. Um, if they can get that, I don't know what team's beating them. Um, look, Tampa Bay's right there, the, the two-time defending champs, and, and they played a great six-game series last year. It was physical, but Florida didn't wilt the way out of that series. They were physical with them as well. Um, you can't push Florida out of a game, and that's what, one thing I, I really like about them. Uh, so I don't worry about them offensively against anyone. Um, uh, uh, defensively, I think they can hold their own. If they can just get Bobrovsky to match, look, it's tough, whether it's a Vasilevsky um, you know, who, who have Freddie Anderson, who's a Vesna candidate this year in Carolina, whoever it is, just match them. They'll have a good chance. Mike Kelly, NHL Network, our guest here on the Panthers Insider Show. And Mike, you're an expert with a lot of the statistics, the numbers, the things like that. And I guess with this team, they're scoring more than anybody. doesn't matter where they play. <laughs> they're scoring more than anybody. They're putting more pucks on net than anybody. Uh, I guess the biggest thing is it, it's not an accident that this team is scoring 
at the rate they are, this team generates that many high quality chances on a night to night basis. Yeah, you nailed it. It's a ton. And, um, you know, quality is the first place that I look. It's more important than the volume of it. And, you know, I was just talking to some people in St. Louis. That's a team that doesn't shoot the puck very often, but they get quality chances. And that's what matters. That's why they're a top five team in goals. Yeah, Florida's first. They're first in expected goals. Uh, they are top three in every offensive category that is meaningful. And they create offense in different ways also. Like, we, we know they're fast and they get a ton off the rush. They're, they're second in the league in those chances. But they're fourth off the cycle. They're third off the forecheck. They're third on rebounds. They're not married to one way. It's not like you can go in and, and match them in the playoffs and say, okay, let's just jam up the neutral zone and slow them down. They can cut you up in different ways offensively. So um, it's uh, <laughs> they're a juggernaut. And yeah, you go out and you get Claude Giroux just for fun. Uh, throw him into the mix also, right? This the, the rich getting richer. Um, it, it's the full package with Florida. And you know what? For a team that generates a lot off the rush, it's important not to trade chances, and and, and they don't. You know, they they're responsible in terms of defending. Their transition game is fantastic. You want to talk about Mackenzie Weger? We can do it. I can't say enough good things about him uh, and how he helps the team in that transition game. But um, yeah, not not a lot of holes to poke. Mike Kelly, NHL Network, here with us, and and yeah, it's kind of a pick your poison kind of thing. You say, okay, we'll shut down the Barkov line. All right, well, there's Sam Bennett, Jonathan Huberdeau, and uh, whether it's Anthony <laughs> Duclair, whoever the third uh, third member of that line is going to be, or shut down that line. Okay, well, there's Anton Lindell and uh, Sam Reinhardt, who's emerged as a you know point of game guy this season. It, they can beat you so many different uh, different ways. But you mentioned Mackenzie Weger, so I'm going to ask you to elaborate. This is two seasons in a row now where we've seen Aaron Ekblad miss a stretch of time, and they've been such a great pair together. But two years in a row now where the Panthers are a contender, we've seen Aaron Ekblad miss some time due to injury, and kind of by default, Mackenzie Weger has uh, had to shoulder the load of being that number one defenseman, and he's shown now two years in a row he can be a number one defenseman on a, on a really good team in the NHL. Yeah, bang on. And you know, how often did you hear, you know, you're, you're in Florida, you know how good all these guys are. How often did you hear Hubert always oh, the most underrated guy? And well, he's not anymore. I mean, he's in a heart trophy conversation this year. He might lead the league in scoring. Maybe Mackenzie Weger's that guy now outside of Florida, right? Um, I, I agree with you on, on a good team. He's a number one in a lot of places. And what a luxury that he can play with a, a good buddy of his and Aaron Ekblad. Uh, and they play so well together. But they don't dip when Ekblad goes out. And that is huge because we know how good Aaron Ekblad is. Um, you know, Weger's going to play his 300th game career uh, Friday evening. So when I look at him, it's the transition game that I talked about. It's defending and it's offense. And I really believe you know, there's a luxury in Florida where you don't need him on the power play because you've got Ekblad. And you, you've got Montour in a second unit and you can save Uyghurs minutes for all that even strength, all that penalty kill. Uh, it's a great luxury to have. If he was on a number one power play, we'd be talking about him for Norris trophies. Um, he, you know, he led the NHL in, in, among defensemen and even strength scoring last year. He's top 10 this year. Uh, that's just doing it at even strength. One of the things he does incredibly well is shut down, you know, rushes coming against him, whether it's in the neutral zone uh, whether it's in the defensive zone upon an entry, he's one of the very best in the league at using his stick, using his body, breaking those plays up. And now you're swinging transition up the ice. And we know what Florida does off the rush. Uh, such a valuable player for them in so many ways. And 
um, you know, I, I believe is, is one of the better defensemen in, in the NHL. And maybe the reason why he doesn't get more love outside the market is just because he doesn't have the gaudy point totals because he doesn't get the power play time. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's averaging by the time the season's all said and done, he'll probably average over a half point a game for a guy that really just gets spot duty on the power play. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's pretty impressive. So it all, and it also speaks to the, the quality of the forwards that he's getting the puck up to uh, on a night to night basis. Talking there about Mackenzie Weger, the Panthers, Mike Kelly, our guest here, and he's an, an, an insider on the NHL network. You can watch insider Mike Kelly throughout the NHL networks programming, including NHL now NHL tonight and on the fly. Mike, something you mentioned right off the top is uh, just kind of what a gauntlet this Eastern conference could be. You mentioned that we, we did see that divide form. We kind of knew who the top eight were going to be and who everybody else was going to be. I'd say about two months ago, that really started to fall into place. <laughs> and now everybody's just kind of battling for positioning. Uh, I guess, have you ever seen a season where that boundary has been that defined, but also a season where I think if you look at the eight teams in the, in the Eastern conference, they all went out and added at the deadline. Every single one of them thinks they have what it takes to get hot, make a run and, and maybe get to the Stanley cup final. Uh, you know, there, there isn't anybody in this conference that's just going to be happy to have a seat at the table. A hundred percent. And, you know, I was talking about this the other day. I, I kind of talked about Washington, I think being a, a little bit of a step below the other seven. Um, but, you know, Pittsburgh has been struggling and, and you know, they, they get a win recently and, and get on the right track. Um, Washington has been a lot better in the last you know month or so. They, they've been playing well. I, I think they all believe no question about it. And I think there's probably, you know, if Pittsburgh can get their act together and get back to the, playing the way that they have for a good chunk of the year, they're going to be a, a difficult mm -hmm. out because, again, they offensively and defensively and they've got Jari and goal. Um, and those three centers down throughout. the middle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think that's a tough out. The Rangers have been a lot better defensively, you know, since beyond the trade deadline, but especially since then as well. And they brought in some guys to help them defensively. And that was their Achilles heel in front of Shesterkin. Um, it, it is tough. And with the way that the, the playoffs are set up where you get two threes facing each other. I mean, we just go off the standings today. One of Toronto or Tampa is done in the first round. Either one of those teams, I think you could make a case, you know, could be a Stanley Cup yep. contender, right? So um, it, it's tough. Boston, you know, when they're, they, they're struggling a little bit now, but when they're clicking, that's not an easy seven-game series. Um, so, you know, whoever Florida gets, uh, you know, likely to be Washington, I think. Um, but, you know, I guess the Caps could still catch Boston or even maybe Pittsburgh, but it won't be easy. Definitely won't be easy. And you get into the second round, the third round, um, a lot of good teams. Shows the importance of the NHL regular season. We talk about it quite a bit, but uh, I, I know it's it's interesting that there was once upon a time when 16 out of 21 in this league made the playoffs. Now it's 16 out of 32. Uh, there's no perfect system. Everybody who gets in is good. And in that first round, when the field goes from 16 down to eight, uh, there's going to be eight pretty good hockey teams that, uh, that are going to be going home after that first round series. Mike Kelly, NHL Network, our guest here. We mentioned Jonathan Huberto a little bit, but just uh, what's caught your eye the most? about uh, Jonathan Huberto is he's really emerged into that heart trophy conversation this year we've known for years that he's had tons of offensive skill he's been a star player down here in Florida but uh, this season he's just uh, he's been not only just a man possessed offensively but he has not had a cold stretch at all this has been consistent from day one I think you just hit the the nail on the head is, is what's been most impressive because he's put up points right he's always mm -hmm. been a guy that can score and put up points but yeah there's there hasn't been that dip. 
um, man, how hard that must be to do over the stretch of a full season. Uh, and again, like you look at the power play, it, it, there's a lot of weapons there. And, and it's been interesting to see Florida kind of tinkering around with this five forward unit as well. Um, th th they've, you know, kind of gone to a little bit with Giroux there and Ekblad out, you know, since the deadline. Uh, the, the consistency of it, it might be the most impressive thing. And, you know, he's scoring goals, but obviously is still the elite playmaker that he is. And what a luxury, I guess, that you can have him on, call it a second line with Bennett, uh, you know, Giroux. Uh, they can move guys around that, the whole top nine. There's just weapons everywhere. And, you know, so I come from an analytics background mm -hmm. and you probably hear some chatter sometimes about, well, the defensive side maybe should even keep him out of a heart trophy conversation, which well, I don't buy into that. Um, you, you know, the guy kills penalties a ton. There's other elite yep. offensive players that don't kill penalties at all. So that's a feather in his cap. Um, does he impact the game hugely defensively in terms of, you know, forcing turnovers and using a defensive stick, et cetera, compared to some other players? No, he doesn't. Um, does he have to look what he does offensively? I mean, he, the guy's a beast. So you can kind of try to pick at anybody in the league, really, if you really want to, but you know, I, the guy's out there killing penalties. He's uh, set a record for assists for a left winger all time uh, in a season. Uh, he, he's in the heart conversation for me. No question. Yeah. Jonathan Huberto that you mentioned it, the penalty killing that part of his game that he's added to his arsenal this year. And, uh, and also the fact that historically he does draw a lot of penalties because he's so tough to move off the puck and he's so shifty. Uh, Mike Kelly, NHL network here with us. Last one here for you, Mike, uh, looking outside of the Panthers, maybe even outside of the Eastern conference, as we head down the home stretch here, these last few weeks of the regular season, uh, what are some of the, the biggest storylines that you are going to be keeping your eye on? Oh, there's a lot of good ones. Uh, there's a game Saturday, Minnesota, St. Louis, and it's basically a given that that's going to be a first round matchup. They're tied in points. These teams can't separate themselves from each other. They just keep winning. So uh, who's going to get the second spot? Two really good evenly matched teams. So that, that's going to be fun to watch this weekend. And also uh, as we get into the postseason, uh, Calgary to me is a bona fide Stanley Cup contender. And, you know, I think maybe some people might put them in that kind of second tier below a Florida, Colorado. I think they're right there. I think they're built for the playoffs. I don't see a lot of weaknesses in their game. Daryl Sutter is going to have that team absolutely buzzing by the time the playoffs get around. Uh, so watch out for the Calgary Flames would be uh, something that I'm, I'm paying attention to. And then, you know, yeah, Pittsburgh, Boston, like can one of these teams get the, the ship righted and as the playoffs hit, end up being a team that can maybe upset somebody. Like every year in the playoffs, it's pretty easy when you look at the eight, you know, uh, matchups to pick who's, who's going to win because you pick who you think should win, but it never happens that way. There's always four or five upsets all the time. Right. Um, pump my own tires. I went eight for eight on my first round picks last year. So wow. I got a lot to live up to here. Um, but there's always those upsets. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, where might that lie? You know, could it be a Pittsburgh over the Rangers as it's, as it sits right now? Could be, but will it be, you know, those are the things to dig into. So um, th these last, you know, seven, eight games with all these teams, uh, it's going to be fun to see who's kind of going in the right direction as the playoffs hit. And, and then we start digging into those matchups. But if you're a Panthers fan, this could be the year. I mean, they're, they're that good. Uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun watching them in the postseason. Mike, I said not that just was skilled, but they're, they're heavy too, right? Like, they're, oh, yeah. they're not going to get pushed around. 
And I said that was going to be the last thing, but you mentioned potential playoff matchups. Now, this really is the last thing. How much would you like to see the Panthers and the Lightning play each other again in the first round or the second round or whenever that whenever that can happen? How much would you like to see that again after what we saw last year in the first round? I would love it because it was such a fun series to watch. And, you know, I, I think Florida proved, if anything, you don't win the series, but you lose to a two-time cup winner. I think they proved they can hang in there. And that was last year. And they're better this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, never say never with Tampa Bay, obviously, but it's not going to shock me at all if Florida, you know, learned some lessons last year. And this is the year where they can show, you know, what we're the team to beat now. Um, look, if I pick them to win a cup, they've got to beat everybody. So uh, Tampa's fully capable. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it'd be fun to watch because there's a lot of talent at both sides. The goaltending matchup would be great. Uh, really good defenseman both sides. And you know it would get a little greasy, which is awesome in the playoffs. Like those those two teams, it'd be feisty too. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It was last year, and uh, I know everybody would like to see that matchup once again. Mike Kelly from NHL Network, and you can watch Insider Mike Kelly throughout the NHL Network's programming, including NHL Now, NHL Tonight, and On the Fly. Mike, we thank you very much for stopping by here on the Panthers Insider Show, and I know I speak for everybody in South Florida when I say hopefully your preseason prediction comes true. (laughs) Thanks very much for stopping by, Mike. All right. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Mike Kelly, NHL Network, kind enough to take some time out for us here on the Panthers Insiders Show. Panthers fans, not too early to start planning for the 2023 NHL All-Star Game here in South Florida. Come see some of the biggest stars across the league, showcase their skills, and enjoy some South Florida sun. Pre-sale access available to territory members. For more info, go to floridapanthers.com slash members. Coming up next, we will hear a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. Jamison Olive and I had a chance to catch up with Panthers forward Anthony Duclair. That is coming up next this is the panthers insider show right here on the florida panthers radio network hey everybody welcome back here in the panthers insider show doug plagans here with you big thanks again to nhl network's mike kelly for stopping by last segment coming up here in just a moment we'll hear a cut from the most recent territory talk podcast anthony duclair stopped by the show this week if you like what you hear you can check out this week's episode and all the episodes of Territory Talk, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Panthers. Panthers fans, come out to Pucks and Pints Beer Fest, presented by Funky Buddha Brewery. That's April 24th at FLA Live Arena, a week from tomorrow. Sample unlimited beer, listen to live music, watch the Cats defend home ice against Tampa Bay that night at 7 o'clock. Portion of the proceeds benefit the Panthers Foundation must be 21 or older to enter. Go to PanthersFoundation.org for more information. Well, this week on the Territory Territory Talk podcast, Anthony Duclair joined me and Jameson Olive. Again, you can check out all of Territory Talk, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let's get into that conversation. Again, Anthony Duclair joined the show this week. All right, well, Anthony, first, team's playing great. You guys have had a great season, but I'm sure, what's the, what kind of line do you have to walk now between taking it day by day, making sure you focus on each individual game. But I'm sure everybody's excited for the Stanley Cup playoffs coming up here before too long. How do you manage that? Yeah, nine games left. I think you just want to build that confidence, build the, keep building that chemistry uh, with the new guys that came in. Um, you know, just playing the right way. I think um, when you're playing the right way for a long time, it just comes naturally when uh, come playoff time. So, um, you know, these last few games here, it doesn't matter who you're playing against, uh, playoff teams, non-playoff teams, you want to make sure that um, you're coming in ready to work and uh, make sure you have that kind of playoff mentality. It's not a on and off switch you can, you know, turn on after the season. So you, it starts now, really. 
And you talk about the switch. It seems like you guys really haven't had a switch this whole season. You've been on from game one till now. Haven't really had any slumps. It's been kind of smooth sailing. Uh, just Have you ever been on a team like this where you kind of seem destined for the playoffs right from game one? Yeah. Last time I remember having such a good team was probably back in Peewee. But, uh, <laughs> no, not, not professionally, no. So it's been really fun. Um, I love how, you know, we lose a game uh, right back uh, the next game. You know, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we are off to a strong start and uh, make sure it doesn't leak into our game. And, um, kind of have a little slump like that, like you just said. So um, the credit goes to the you know leadership group. I keep saying it. I think uh, they've been huge all year. Um, it's such a good mix of uh, you know young guys and older guys, and and guys have been uh, around for a little bit. Uh, you know guys that have won as well. So um, you know it's just just been a great fit all around. And looking at the way this season's gone on, a couple things that you mentioned uh, there right off the top, but uh, this time of the season, what are the big focal points? Because as, as you were just saying, you know you have a good team. You guys have known that you're destined for a playoff spot for a long time. Is it just making sure the habits are where they need to be come game 83, if you will? Yeah, the habits. I mean, uh, knowing you know, the score, knowing the game, um, you know, just uh, you know, at the end periods and, uh, and stuff like that, when you have a lead, when you don't have the lead, um, you know, just making sure that... You know, we're all focused, you know, we, we all know what to do, what our assignments are, you know, uh, at different points of the game. And uh, obviously defensively, I think that's the, the main key we got to focus on here um, towards the end of the year. We know we can score goals. We know offensively, you know, uh, we got a lot of uh, talent up front. But, um, you know, uh, when it comes down to it, you know, it's going to be, you know, uh, teams that are playing well defensively that are going to win. So um, we want to make sure we can focus on that a little bit more. And you guys have such a, a tight group. But we had a chance to hear from you right after the trade deadline when uh, the new guys came in. But since that's happened, it's been 10, 11 games, something like that, since the, the trades were made. How much of a boost and, and how cool has it been to, you know, get an addition like that as a kind of a, a vote of confidence from the organization when they go out and bring in proven guys like uh, like Claude, like Ben, like, uh, like Robert Haig? Uh, what did that do for you guys? How exciting has it been to integrate them into what's already a really good team? Yeah, it definitely sends a, a clear message that we want to win. We want to win now, and um, you know, credit goes to all the boys, uh, you know, for working so hard during the year and um, putting ourselves in the position we are today. And um, you know, to, to for organization to go out and get a guy like Claude and and uh, and, and Benny and, and Hag, like you mentioned, um, you know, it's a huge boost, huge boost of confidence. Uh, really uh, key players. Uh, we're gonna need them obviously heavily uh, going to the playoffs, and uh, you know, that's why we brought them in. So. Um, they've been pretty uh, fit pretty well uh, so far, and uh, you know we, we kind of expected that, and now we'll go from there and um, you know just do our best. And this is one of those seasons where it seems like so many individual accomplishments have led to team success, and vice versa. The team has helped you guys reach so many individual new heights. So many guys on this team, career high goals, career high points. You're one of those guys. But uh, last game. 30 goals in a season, and I feel like in the NHL in particular, that's one of those elite clubs when you hear, you know, Anthony Duclair, yeah, that guy's a 30-goal scorer. It's, it's a really unique label for hockey. It's a special label. It's a special club. Just what does it mean to be a part of that club now at this point in your career? Yeah, very special. Um, very, uh, very proud, very grateful uh, for the opportunity. Uh, obviously, when you're, <clears throat> you're scoring so much, you obviously look back to your linemates, you, all, the, all the linemates I play with this year, all the... Um, and obviously the teammates and, and coaching staff that put me in the opportunity, um, you know, power play and, and, and just uh, positions where I can excel offensively. And, um, you know, uh, obviously worked very hard to get to this point, but, um, you know, credit goes to my teammates. And, um, you know, again, like you just said too, all the guys that really stepped up their game this year and uh, move, uh, move forward in their careers. And it's great to see when everyone's having success and um, everyone's really happy for each other. Everyone's pushing each other every day in practice. So 
it's, uh, it's really nice to see. And the funny thing about this team is there really isn't a bad spot to be on this team with how deep you guys are. I mean, right now you're with Barkey, but the coach could come in tomorrow and say, hey, Duke, we're moving you. And on a normal team, you could be like, oh, man. But it's like, hey, we're moving you with Huberto and Benny. Yeah. Or like we're moving you with Lundy and Rhino, with a you know, guy that's got you know, 70 points there. It, just how nice is that on a team where there really are no bad spots to play? And it seems like you guys can mix, mix, mix and match so well. Yeah, like I said, I've never been on a team where, you know, all four lines are, are so deep that, you know, it doesn't really matter uh, who you're playing with that night. Um, you know, obviously, really grateful to play playing with Barkey uh, for most of the year and, and Hubie as well. And, um, you know, when you you can, you know, spread around the, these, these elite players, you know, on different lines, it kind of makes a, a huge threat for the opposing team. So, um, you know, um, you know, like I said, anytime I get to the rink, it's, there's no bad days, especially um, with who I've been playing with, for sure. And obviously, you've been a fan favorite ever since you got here, but the, the Duke chants have been getting louder and louder. Obviously, last game with two goals, that, uh, that in overtime, they were really loud. How much do you sense those Duke chants during games, and do you, do you get a little, uh, little extra energy from those? I absolutely love it. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I hear it. Um, you know, it, it gives me a huge uh, boost of confidence. Uh, fans have been great since I've came here since day one, uh, showing love and support. Um, you know, I really feel it uh, at home and on the road as well. So, um, you know, I absolutely love it. I, I appreciate it from the fans, and I'm sure a lot of them are having fun with it as well. Now, what's it mean for you, going, kind of going off of that, but what's it mean for you to kind of found a home uh, here? You know, you, you've been in some other organizations, but you come to Florida and everything just seems to, to click, and it seems like it's just been a, a great fit for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, before signing here, it took a, took a while. Um, you know, I really had to make sure it was a good spot for me, a right fit, and, uh, and it was. You know, I, I really uh, took my time to, you know, study uh, the organization, study, um, you know, obviously the players and, uh, and the team. And I, I love the, um, the way they were moving forward uh, with the organization. Um, you know, being an opposing team, uh, opposing player playing uh, the Florida team the past few years obviously hasn't been too bright, but... I just felt like they, I, I liked what they were doing. I, I liked the way they were transitioning to a winning team, a winning culture. And um, for me, especially, you know, coming into my eighth uh, year in the league, I, I want to win. I want to win bad, and um, you never know, when, you know how many shots you're going to uh, get at it. So, um, you know, I just thought that uh, Florida was the right move for me. Um, and, uh, you know, really happy with my decision, obviously. And for you, obviously, a ton of guys having big seasons, breakout seasons on this team right now. Uh, Barkov and Huberto having really special years. You've had a chance to play on a line with both of those guys throughout your time here. What did you know about them maybe as, you know, when you played against them before? Obviously, you knew they were skilled players, talented players. And maybe what have, the, what have you learned about them since you became their teammates? Because, again, you've had a chance to play with both of those guys, and they're obviously having uh, monster seasons again. Yeah, I mean, those guys are just, they, they can run a line on, them, on their own. Um, and, and that's the biggest thing that I saw, you know, playing against them all these years is that it doesn't really matter who they play with. Um, you know, they just make everyone around them better. There's only a few players like that in the league. Um, you know, I got, to, I got the chance to play with it. I think another guy is uh, Patrick Kane, who, um, you know, he's a guy who's just a force that, you know, he, when he gets the puck, he's just so patient. And, Again, it doesn't really matter who, who's coming in. It could be a rookie or it could be a veteran who, who can't skate anymore. He just makes them better. So um, those are special players, uh, Hubie and Barkey. And, uh, you know, when, when I took the time, you know, obviously I, I definitely look at that and um, maybe have the opportunity to play with those guys. Uh, I think uh, with my speed and um, my skill, I think I can definitely compliment these two players. And, um, you know, that's, that's why I take, the, take away the most for sure out of, out of those two guys. 
And we, obviously the on-ice, the talent is all there, and that's a big part of this team's success. But when we talk in interviews, we always hear about how much the off-ice has helped well, how much that room and the, the camaraderie and the vibe. We hear so much about the vibe. In years past, we'd normally be in there. We'd sense it a little bit. When we're on the road with you guys, we, get a little, we pick up a little bit. But just for us that can't be in there, what is that room like? And maybe how is it different from rooms you've been in in the past? You're it's already all- smirking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that. it's awesome. Uh, it's great. It's loud all the time. Uh, boys just love coming to the rink every day. Uh, practice games, uh, you know, it's really fun. You know, we got a lot of jokesters on the team, um, especially with the addition of Jumbo. Uh, that guy's <laughs> always screaming, always getting the boys going, so it's great. Um, you know, it, it's just, guys just really like each other, and uh, we're a really tight, uh, tight group. I feel like, you know, most of us are kind of all the same age. We all kind of, you know, played against each other or with each other growing up, so it's it's kind of come full circle where we're all on the same team and, um, you know, all doing well together, you know, kind of, um, in our primes or going into our primes uh, so it's it's been a really really fun fit for everyone you mentioned jumbo we've seen on instagram a couple of times like when you guys have been on the road it's been like you goods and jumbo kind of a mini road crew just mm-hmm. what, what does that crew get into how did that come to, how did that come together <laughs> um i don't know since the beginning of the year we just we just gelled and yeah. we just like to hang out um you know go for dinners or just explore cities um you know um, you know, sometimes you get to the city and you're just waiting in your hotel room until dinner and then you go to dinner and then back to your hotel room. But I think it's mostly Jumbo that kind of drives the force there. He's always wanting to do something. Uh, he's an older guy, but uh, trust me, he's got the <laughs> energy of a, of a 21-year-old. And um, he's always uh, he's always getting the boys going, always uh, wanting to do something, some type of activity activity, or just wants to visit somewhere. So. And when Jumbo says uh, something, you're, you're, you're hopping on, you're not asking any questions. Do you, do you, get, do you get recognized uh, a little bit out when you're with Jumbo? Because so many hockey players can kind of fly under the radar a bit, but Jumbo's just had the, the look and the iconic. He's been on ESPN with that. Like he just, everyone knows what Jumbo looks like. Everyone, he, he can't hide. Do no. you get, do you get uh, bothered out in public a little bit? Uh, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Especially when I'm walking around with uh, two uh, big bearded guys yeah. with goods and, and Jumbo. <laughs> they, they These are normal it. people. Yeah. He's got to be somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, they, they. I mean, Jumbo has obviously got recognized uh, quite a, quite a bit much uh, this year. But um, you know, he's he's a people person. He he doesn't he doesn't mind it at all, and he's such a great guy. So it doesn't really, really matter too much. And he's a he's a great leader. He's seen it all. I always I'm always interested when we when we have guys on the show. Uh, we have some great leaders on this team now. But over the course of your hockey journey, NHL or elsewhere, has there been a, another guy, another captain, somebody who's really made an impact on, on you and your development? Um, I mean, I'm just looking back here. I think probably Shane Doan. Um, I think my first uh, few years there in Arizona, that's uh, someone I really looked up to and um, still keep in contact with. I, I go to Arizona and, and skate there in the summer and I see him around. So um, I know his son is playing for ASU now and drafted by the Yotes, so I, I kind of see them uh, quite a, a few times in the summer. But, yeah, Shane Doan, obviously another legend, such a great person, a great human being, such a just a you know, good-hearted person, um, just wants the best for everyone. And, um, you know, he's uh, obviously had a huge impact on me, I think, especially my rookie year uh, coming in the league. Um, you know, it's kind of a big uh, transition coming from junior to pros right away. And, um, he did a great job of just, you know, <clears throat> keeping me uh, focused, keeping me intact uh, all year. And uh, when I, I went on a couple slumps, he would come talk to me and stuff like that. So um, just getting some inv- words of advice from a guy like that, um, you know, you definitely want to soak it all in. And, um, it's something I'll never forget for sure. 
And last one for me, Duke, obviously Doug touched on it earlier. You know, you, you, you spent some time elsewhere, but it seems like you really found a home here with the Panthers. You got that contract extension. Just how much are you kind of planting roots here right now? How much do you kind of just love this area? I see you spend some time in Miami. I saw you with was it Victor Oladipo the other day. It seems yeah, like you're really uh, making this uh, your home here. Yeah, I love it here. Um, bought a house here. I'm here in the summers now. I usually go back to Montreal, but, um, you know, I made the full uh, full move to Florida and, um, you know, I think that's going to stick that way uh, for a little bit. I can't do the cold anymore. I kind of kind of have that Florida skin now. It's kind of kind of embarrassing, you know, Montreal kid coming up. It happens fast. Yeah, it happens so quick. I, I mean, every time I go to Canada now, I'm just frozen every time. I just like get me back home. So, um, yeah, I'm a full full time Floridian now and I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I love it. It's great. And, um, you know, I'm just really happy to be here. I guess last thing for me then on that note, uh, you've been here long enough now. If you're if you're not at the rink, where are we most likely to find you? Mostly uh, my place, to be honest. <laughs> I, it's so comfy there. I got the backyard, got the pool, hot tub, uh, nice little gazebo. So I'm I'm a really low key guy. I just love to hang out and chill. So uh, my, my backyard's uh, enough for me. But if not, I, I like to go to dinners with uh, a couple guys if we have uh, some off time. You know. Um, you know, don't mind it. You know, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, you kind of know it. There's just so just endless amount of spots. So, um, you know, still uh, still uh, discovering the city a little bit, and um, you know, it's been been an enjoyable ride. Favorite non-hockey sport to watch, follow, play, whatever. Oh, either uh, I gotta go with basketball or or foot, basketball, football. Uh, I'm big into basketball too. Yeah. Now, have, the heat, have you adopted the heat yet, being down here, or do you got a, a Oh, yeah, for team? sure. Yeah. Definitely rooting for the heat. Um, still rooting for Toronto a little bit, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't uh, let go of my Canadian team, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, heat is definitely uh, my, my team as well, yeah. Well, we've got exciting uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA playoffs. It's all coming up here. Great time of the year. Anthony Duclair, thanks very much for stopping by your first time on the show, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Huge thanks, Panthers forward Anthony Duclair, for stopping by this week's edition of the Territory Talk podcast. Well, that about does it for this week's edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Panthers have won nine straight games. They'll look to make it ten tomorrow. The Panthers kicking off a brief two-game road trip. They'll be on the road to take on the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. And then coming up on Tuesday night, the Panthers will be on the road against the New York Islanders. 7.30 face-off on Tuesday night. Thursday night, the Panthers are back home against the Detroit Red Wings. A 7 o'clock face-off. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. A week from tonight, the Panthers home for a 7 o'clock game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then a week from tomorrow, the Panthers will play host to the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Red Hot Panthers, the regular season winding down. You want to come out and see this team in person. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com for all your Panthers ticket information, or you can pick up the phone and call 954-835-PUCK. That about does it for this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Thanks for being here with us today. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to Anthony Duclair for stopping by the Territory Talk podcast this week. Thanks to Mike Kelly from NHL Network for stopping by last segment. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. We're back on the air tomorrow, 1 o'clock puck drop, 12.30. We're on the air with Panthers preview, Panthers and the Red Wings from Detroit. That's going to be tomorrow. You don't want to miss the matinee game coming up a Sunday afternoon tilt, Panthers and the Red Wings tomorrow afternoon. That's it for this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. I'm Doug Plagans, and you've been tuned in to the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.